and welcome to the Quarantine Podcast. I am your host, Luca Dalla Giacoma, and with me, as always, is Jam. Hi, everyone. So today we wanted to talk about, to focus mostly on the news, on the most recent um, facts and things that have occurred over the past few days, because quite a few things have happened indeed. Um, so if we start today by discussing the, as always, the latest statistics of how the virus has been spreading uh, in countries around the world, uh, we now have Spain at 146,000 cases uh, with about 14,555 deaths. So this puts Spain, compared to Saturday when we did registered, recorded the last um, podcast, uh, at about 22,000-23,000 more cases. Mm, that's a lot. That is a lot in Did they have like the highest deaths in two Four days ago or something? Oh. Yeah, something like that. Like yeah, Spain, I think, right now is just reaching the peak of what it's hopefully going to be you know, the, only a few days left, and then the curve is going to start to slightly flatten more and more as the weeks go by. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, we think right now, looking at the way Italy has been going, uh, the, the, the data is still a little hesitant, but it's suggesting that the measures have been effective and the numbers are slowing. I mean, Italy still has... Uh, more that that's than Spain at seventeen thousand, but it's well behind um, Spain now with one hundred and thirty-five thousand uh, cases. So, yeah, we can say that Italy so far has taken a great loss, uh, but hopefully, in the next few days, we're going to see uh, lower and lower numbers by the day. Um, and hope that a second wave doesn't hit Italy again once the measurements are um, essentially taken out or mm. stopped. And this is something that I want to talk about for a little bit later: the effect of returning back, to, returning back to normal life. What that's going to be like? Because why? What do you think? Well, I want to finish like just uh, saying a couple more things about statistics, and then talk about this. Um, the UK has 55,000 cases uh, with more than 6,000 deaths. So the number the number has been going on a lot, uh, has been going, um, has been increasing a lot, but um, still not at the lengths and the big numbers that other countries in, in Europe have seen. And in first place, as always, we have the US, at just today, 400,000 cases. So they have almost half a million uh, cases themselves. Yeah, they have 402,000. Yeah. So, 12,000 deaths. Yeah. The, their deaths are still decent. Um, just under, just a little under 13,000, like you said. Mm. Um, but I think they Except haven't... Spain. Yeah. They haven't nearly gotten through... Uh, the the pandemic i think they haven't they're, they're not even started. yeah they're not even close reaching the peak in my opinion 12000 deaths is still a long number compared to, to the fact that italy that is you know you guys have got 17000 we've got 17000 but we've been 
we've been infected down, yeah like, but also we've been infected a lot a more for a lot for a longer time yeah, yeah than than the US has and you know you got to take in consideration that the US has got probably like more 7 or 8 yeah. or 8 times more uh, population than than Italy but um it's not like they didn't see it coming and didn't hit them out of nowhere they could have definitely done something more mm. but anyway we won't bore you saying the same thing over and over um one piece of news that was quite interesting is that Boris Johnson the UK prime minister he's been put uh, in intensive care a couple of days ago um he's still apparently breathing normally without uh, a ventilator so that's a good news but it's it was better today than yesterday isn't it yeah he's well was they released like a daily update uh, it, it's it's you know still early to tell how long he's going to be in intensive care for but um yeah i mean it's it's already a good thing that he's not under ventilation because i i was reading that about 80% of people that are admitted into intensive care need a ventilator within the mm. first 24 hours yeah. they're in the intensive care unit so it's already very good that he's not that severe yet um it would just bring the country to even more chaos um, mm-hmm. and uncertainty if something were to happen to him. Uh, so that's um, good that he's, you know, not that severe yet. Mm. Um, yet. Well, yet. Yeah, you know, I don't want to jinx anything. <laughs> uh, one thing that just came out a couple hours ago, actually, I think less than an hour ago, is the fact that uh, Bernie Sanders has suspended his campaign. Yeah, he's um he's been um he's decided to to not run anymore for uh the democratic candidacy was, was he your favorite candidate uh yeah he he was my favorite candidate i i liked him um Why? i think i thought he was a very down to earth guy um one thing that i liked about him is that he was very consistent uh because the facts the the things that he's been saying like um better healthcare, like uh, healthcare for all and um, free tuition, free university tuition for everyone. He's been saying this kind of stuff for decades. He's, he's been a politician since I think the 70s, no, maybe not the 70s, the 80s. Uh, and he's been saying this ever since he was elected. So you can tell that this is something he's very passionate about, something that clearly it's been in his mind a lot and he's not just saying it, saying it because it's it, yeah, yeah because it's convenient he he i in my opinion at least he's he's a very true he a character very true to his um to his words um and yeah i i just found him like a genuine nice guy he didn't um unlike other uh sort of um what's what's the right word to um I forget now, like the other candidates, there you go. Uh, unlike any other candidates, um, he wasn't really attempting to insult his opponents. He was always treating everyone with respect, which I found was very important in, in a president. Uh, unlike anything we have right now with Trump. Yeah. He, he never, he, yeah, he's nothing like Trump. Um, but, I mean, Biden is no still... No one's like Trump. No one's like Trump, thank God. Um I mean, yeah, Biden is still a good candidate. I have nothing against him. Um, you know, um, 
I still think he's he can do well. He's I think he's a bit less um, connected with the I want to say the younger uh, like side of the United States, at least in my opinion, because Bernie Sanders was doing very well among the youth. He wasn't doing so well with African in the African American community. He, mm-hmm. I guess he just never had that connection, and I think that's one of the main reasons why he pulled out of the campaign because he's. He's noticed that he wasn't doing well there compared to Biden. He's doing very well with the African-American community. Um, and so he just realized that he wasn't going to be able to, to, to get enough numbers in. Um, but Biden, I think he's still going to be a good candidate. I, I like to, to see him face Trump because um, I think both um, are very good speakers. I mean, I think Biden is even a better speaker than Trump charismatic both of them um he just has to be careful not to slip up mm-hmm. like things that he said in the past um i guess he just needs to be more careful with that but other than that i think he's going to be okay still um i don't know how likely he is to win against trump i guess we need to see how much the coronavirus is going to have an impact on politics in the next months let's see how this drags out in the us but yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. It's it's not completely one-sided as it's been in the past. I think this one um, could be closer than people think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I found it. Um, I found it quite sad um, that he just pulled out like this. You know, um, I wished I wished he went for a little longer just to see. Because I think there are some, um, like, er, there are going to be some votes and nominations in the next few weeks in certain key states in the U.S. And I think, obviously, that could... Oh, wow, John, you just poured your hair in the cup. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we have a a cup next to us, and Jam just poured her hair in the water, so well done. Uh, But, yeah, I think... But I'm sure his team ran all the numbers and did all the polls, and in the end they were like, "Look, Bernie, this is not, it's not doable anymore." Uh, and so, rather than dragging it on and I don't know, wasting time and money, uh, he decided to pull out. Fair enough. A lot of people do it every year, so nothing to say about that. I think it's a shame, personally. Did um, you see it coming? Uh, not as early as this. I thought he was he wasn't doing so well as he was doing initially. He wasn't pulling the same numbers, but I thought he was gonna stay in the race quite a bit more, at least until like June or something, May or June, something like that. Um, but oh well, what can you do? Um, do you have something that you want to talk about as well? Uh, something about the Philippines, perhaps? Nothing much, really. Um, so, well, yeah, in the Philippines, basically one of the cities that I did speak about previously in the podcast, I was talking about one of the cities up north, Baguio, where they were pretty much having a survival garden at their house. And at the minute, there has been no new cases in the past 10 days. So that was really good. It was on the news that, yeah, it's kind of like, um, a good role model of a city in the for yeah to, um, in the Philippines because there's new cases 
So that's good. Apart from that, nothing much. I did see on the news as well that in the UK they have converted East London's Excellence Exhibition Centre into a temporary NHS Nightingale Hospital. So now they have four thousand extra beds That's for patients. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. As we've seen, you can never have enough in these situations. Well, they you always p- needed it before. Yeah, they needed it before, and thank God they have found a place f- for that now. Um, it's kind of like in the movie uh, Contagion, where they go around the U.S. Uh, looking for like empty stadiums to like... Spoiler. Spoiler. Well, I mean, it's pretty early on in the movie that that happens. I- I'd say probably like half an hour in the movie. Um yeah, they just go to empty stadiums, empty uh, big places where crowds can gather and just fill it up with beds. I guess that's the most yeah. successful way to do that. Um, yeah, just to find some spaces, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Abandoned places. Extra expenses, though, for to build up like electrical and stuff like that, but it's worth it. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, save lives. It does. It's just a sh- well, no, it is good, but at the same time, like NHS has been facing this problem, like you know, a uh, long waiting list because there's not enough spaces or beds for the patients. But obviously now it's happening, like they're tackling this problem, and it's just a bit of a shame. It's a bit sad that it had to go through this pandemic in order to have extra yeah, space. I know yeah. it's a different situation, but. We all know that it's doable and they can do it. Mm. Like, yeah. No, I agree. Hopefully, they are going to learn a lesson. I am very skeptical of this. I think us humans tend to forget things very quickly. If it's convenient for business purposes. It's so, like, obviously, the frontliners are probably facing a lot of psychological effects and like some mental health problems as well Mm -hmm. like it's already stressful enough Mm -hmm. i wonder how many people are gonna resign (laughs) or like after this yeah change their jobs to something else because i I know when i was yeah when i was doing nursing i was working with one new qualified nurse and i was like yeah i'm out of this (laughs) like and she was new like less than a year or so yeah and she was just finishing her contract because it's mentally stressful So I wonder. But it's mostly like a lot of young people who quit. I just find it really silly that in places like in the UK, they reduce the funding for like nurses, student nurses and student medics. And it's like, well, look at what you like. All those nurses that you cut funding like three years ago would have been graduated. Three years ago? Yeah, I think it was three years ago. Yeah, yeah. They would have been almost graduated now. If not, some of them have been graduated already. Yeah. So you've essentially cut down uh, a lot of people' um, opportunities. Like they, they're not going to be so keen. Yeah, especially Brexit. What is happening? Like and there's exactly. not going to be enough. Not enough. European, overseas, yeah. Uh, yeah, overseas medics and and nurses. I mean, Carers. in Italy. In Italy, it's very popular for doctors. Um, maybe not so much recently, but in the past, up until a few years ago, uh, for doctors to that they want, if they wanted to earn some money, extra money, they would um, 
it would be easy for them to go to the UK and get... Yeah, it's just a better... No, I mean, no, work uh, work in Italy, like, full-time, and then during the weekends, fly to the UK. Really? Work in, like, hospitals and GPs. We all know a lot, then. Uh, yeah, and they would get paid, like, almost really? double. That's yeah. Thing. yeah, because my doctor... But how did they even have time to, like, fly over? Well, I'm sure, like, they would, like, schedule things ahead. It wouldn't just be a last-minute thing. But what sort of... Like, what, are they in GP or hospital? Cause... That I didn't know. But I know that because my previous doctor in Italy, he, um, someone in his, uh, like, not, like, every, like they when they work in a GP, there's, like, lots of doctors. Mm. And one of them was doing that. Uh, mm. And he knew other colleagues that did that. So when was he working? Like, what was I his guess, like... like... So during uh, no, the weekday? I didn't, I Wait, didn't ask. Because okay. that's the pretty tiring. Thing. No, I think uh, I think he would go, like, I guess he would take, like, longer weekends. Like, he would go Friday, mm-hmm. Saturdays, and then come back on a Sunday. Uh, so he would maybe perhaps, like, leave on Thursday, uh, be gone. Three days in the UK, two days in... Th- yeah, three days in the UK and, f- like, four in Italy and do that for like a few yeah years. I mean the flights are pretty cheap for flights Milan are cheap and I, he, he said that they would get like double pay they would get in Italy so it was convenient for yeah. doctors to do that back and forth and that was because they didn't have enough but then how about the um, living cost and that was because they didn't have enough um, uh, doctors in the UK and so yeah they were forced to like call other people and i would assume that the living costs were being covered as well you know because oh so were they like an agency again i don't know i don't know i don't want to say something that's wrong because you would get like i don't know a lot of money i think for a specialist nurse it's like 50 pounds per hour i I, i'm like in a big city or something i'm not sure because yeah i guess it's worth it i'm not sure because um yeah, I didn't ask too much in detail, but yeah, that's the just thing. Curious. And I'm sure it's not just from Italy, it's from other European countries. So with the whole Brexit thing now, this is going to certainly decrease. I mean, you get, you may get like doctors from other places, you know, countries that are not in the EU. Yeah, but it's also India, sad. China, US, but it's still. O- yeah, it's also sad for students who just, who got newly qualified as health professional professionals because i spoke to some of them and they one of their dreams is to like go overseas yeah and work as whatever yeah um but obviously brexit it's just made it a little bit difficult yeah yeah Mm. Yeah, of course and studying abroad as well Mm. like now like well if i do graduate and i would you will (laughs) (laughs) and I would carry on um, doing a master's. Yeah. I would have to pay as like an international fee. student. Yeah. yeah. And the international fee is insane. The expensive yeah. is like 11k or something. No, That's even more depend- than that. Yeah. yeah. No, in one of um, the universities in Netherlands or something. Oh, okay. Obviously, yeah. But that's one of the cheapest countries. Okay. So, is stopping my dreams. <laughs> I think they stopped a lot of people's dreams too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they can tell, but they're doing some works. I think upstairs um, or around. Like they always do, though. And like, oh, like the other day in the balcony, uh, 
like one of the people next to us were being so loud, just like, I think they're like fixing something with like a, I guess they have more time now since they're at home and they're like taking their time to like fix their houses, but they're so No, they've damn always loud. been fixing it though, the one underneath. I don't know where it's coming from, but they're oh, so they're loud. All, no, that's the new bar. Remember the new tabernacle? Yeah, 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 but they've stopped now, I think. Because obviously they can't be out in the street. No. I think it's like people fixing something in their home. Oh. I have no idea. But yeah, they're being very loud. Hopefully they can't hear it in the in the podcast. Our mics is not that good. Yeah, yeah, they're not that good, so maybe <laughs> they won't be able to pick it up. Um, now I just wanted to move on to a final segment quickly and sort of try to think about what life is going to be like when we all finally go back to normality, if we're ever going to go back to normality, if you think about it, you know, in the sense that, yeah, like we're going to go back to like our daily routines and things like that, but, um, are we gonna like have our lives changed in some way like is there things that we won't be able to do anymore uh certain activities we won't be able to do like for example some markets that sell livestock will they be able to ever be open again like are we gonna they are already they are already but that's just in certain places like I, I just don't know how this is going to impact. Like, it's going to be so strange once... But a lot of things have been extended. What do you mean? Like, for example, like, exams and stuff. So if you do go... I'm not, like, I'm not talking, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that, like, how are we going to, like... Uh, I think it's going to be such a big shock when it's going to be announced... From tomorrow, you all can go back and do whatever you want, or like slowly by slow, like pace by pace, we'll be able to like go back and do our thing. I guess we won't. We're just not so used to it anymore. To me, like it was so strange at the beginning, settling in and like being at home the whole time. But now I find it more strange the fact that we're at some point we're gonna be able to go back to the bars. We're going to be able to go back to play sports. We're going to go back to be able to gather like with our families. And, you know, think about Easter. Easter is coming up in less than a week. And most people will be by themselves or with just the people in their household. And normally this is something like you spend with your family. And that's just going to be so strange not having them. But what's going to be even stranger is like once we go back... What are people going to do? Like, are we going to be out partying, like, for two weeks straight? Um, hoping that a second wave doesn't hit us? Like, so, I don't know. Sometimes I think... to consider some factors. It's not going to be the same because mental health is going to get worse. Obesity could get worse as well because not a lot of people are motivated enough to do some exercises or... They can't be as healthy as they used to be, and maybe they're not getting like enough support as they supposed to be. And if you know, like for example, for people who are getting support, maybe it's just through friends or just visiting, just going out, like those simple things. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're that's how they cope with it. But since this whole thing has is happening, it's preventing them 
to handle their mental health problems and so do you think everyone's going to be like is going to need to go to their psychiatrist or like psychologist like so many times no i'm uh, just saying for people who has got mental health problems it can definitely get worse yeah of course it obviously yeah. depends how they're coping with it and you know but it is hard to be in a house that's locked down if you're alone as well and yeah, it's not even like being alone for people who's got mental health problems due to being living with someone and the person that they're living with is abusing them like phys- physically abused mm-hmm. like do you know what i mean yeah yeah like they being at home doesn't necessarily mean it's good for you no 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 i'm not saying yeah that. yeah I'm that's saying... what i'm just saying it can't go back to <laughs> what it used to be maybe because escaping a little bit outside of the house can is definitely better i just you know it, it seems so strange to think that we'll be able to like see our friends and go out party go having holidays again doesn't it is it just me to me, that just feels so out of place right now. The fact that we will be able to do that once either the virus is contained or once they found a virus, uh, sorry, uh, a vaccine, which, by the way, won't happen for at least another lot of months. They're saying that it could take up to 18 months to develop a vaccine and then even longer to, like, give it to everyone to 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 produce it mass produce it and transport it to every country that's going to need it that's just like i don't know sometimes i think about it and i'm like wow we're living through some truly historic times aren't we things to tell to your grandchildren if you'll ever have one things yeah imagine yeah i guess like the same way we ask our grandparents how it was living through the war they're going to ask us, I guess, <laughs> just kind of like strange. How was it living through a pandemic? Well, yeah, something to think about. I just think, you know, I feel like people are going to go up to the streets, out in the streets, like celebrating as if we've won the Third World War. You yeah, know? definitely. Everyone's going to be so excited about it on the first day. Everyone's going to party 24 hours or 48 hours. It's going to be insane. But it's gonna, after that, it's kind of gonna get boring. Yeah. Like, I'm never gonna take for granted being able to take a walk by the river or at the lake again. Mm. Or go to the beach. Because it's so nice. (laughs) Just the idea. You don't even like walking. I like, that's what I'm saying. I won't take it for granted anymore. You have to walk for half an hour and you always used to complain. I complain if I have to walk for more than 15 minutes to go anywhere. Maybe this pandemic is going to teach you not to complain so much. Maybe it is, yeah. Or maybe I won't take it for granted anymore. Who knows? Mm. But yeah, it's going to be exciting. I mean, I hope it, it won't drag too long anymore. And then I hope also we won't be hit with a second wave. Like, I'm. I'm more than happy to stay in another few months if it means very... Obviously, we'll never have absolute certainty, but if it means, like, being quite sure to almost 100% that a second wave won't hit again and then we all have to self-quarantine for another four or five months, you know? Who knows? Let's just 
pray and hope that our doctors and scientists can save us. Biologists. Biologists, all of them, yeah. But, this is where they're going to become more important. Yeah, maybe more ever. people will be wanting to study them at uni, you know. Maybe it's yeah, gonna... Yeah, it could motivate them. Yeah, absolutely, sure. absolutely, yeah. Or discourage. Or that too, I mean, yeah. Either way. Either way. But yeah, have we got anything else to, to talk about? No? All right, well, thank you for sticking around with us. Um, we will be back next uh, Saturday, the day before Easter. Uh, are we going to have a guest? Is it confirmed who it's going to be yet, or is it still pending? Um, yeah, the time is still pending. Well, okay, well, we'll be back on, on Saturday. Thank you for listening to us, and uh, goodbye. <laughs>